Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. That's what I always like when something good happens in my life. I'm like, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Like you hear it in your head. <laughs> I'm not even like a big Indiana Jones fan, but it's just like I mean, I seen that it's just like a so happy long. song. It is a good song. It's good. It's like a good fight song. Like, yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> glad that you have joined us for an honest discussion about lust so it's always a fun topic <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um I wanted to start off by just like getting y'all's feel when we decided to talk about lust like what did y'all think lust was um I guess I've always thought of it as like a kind of obsession thinking mm-hmm. I, I usually equate it to sex but mm-hmm. I, th- I think there's other things that we can lust for but I think it's more often um kind of put in there with sexual thoughts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah obsession was the word that came to my mind too and um just like that temporary um pleasure too um just that temporary fix that's really yeah I thought of yeah I I definitely associated it with sex Mm -hmm. and just kind of always saw it as like a superficial attraction you know it's Mm -hmm. not anything that is deeper than just physical superficial things i looked at the definition of it and uh dr google says that (laughs) um lust is defined as very strong sexual desire or another definition is a passionate desire for something Mm. so as, as I was studying on lust, I realized that, or I found, that lust is not just, like, a single sin. Like, it's not just the desire for sex. Like, it can, it covers, like, a wide a range of sins. And it can be in multiple categories. So, lust is actually mentioned in two of the three types of temptation mm-hmm. that is listed in John, First John chapter 2. Um, in verse 16 but I'm going to read uh, 1 John 2 15 through 17 it says do not love the world or things of the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but of the world and the world is passing away and the lust of it but he who does the will of the father abides forever so here you know it talks about about the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life so the lust of the flesh is like satisfying a fleshly desire so it Mm -hmm. covers sexual sins gossip physical violence drug use and gluttony so things like that anything that is 
you know, a human elementary desire of yours. And then the lust of the eyes is like looking at things that we shouldn't. So they mentioned covet covetousness under that category. So kind of what we talked about with jealousy and mm. envy is, you know, desiring things that other people have that may not be mm. fleshly per se, but just maybe more materialistic. Mm. There's a lot of good scripture on on lust. And I already mentioned you first John chapter two. Um, but Matthew chapter five, starting verse twenty seven, it says you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, whosoever looks on a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery in his heart. Okay. So so that passage, it just shows like how intensely Jesus and God view lust. You know, mm-hmm. we see it as like, oh, well, you know, everyone everyone has a has those desires but he's saying that you know if you look on that with the intent to lust then Mm -hmm. you're already you know committing that sexual sin basically so that's something that we have to be really careful of and like capture our thoughts like you talked about that one time with um negative self-talk you know you have Mm -hmm. to keep your thoughts captive and it's something that you really have to focus on you just do it every day Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's something that, you know, bothers you, that gets in your head, yeah, you have to work on it every day. For me, as a wife, I'm really glad that Jesus put that verse in there, honestly, because before, you know, it was okay to look at another woman and, and lust for her. You know, it was mm-hmm. just if you commit that sin, you know, if you if you go ahead and, um, you know, have sex with that other woman, that's when it's wrong. But, you know, I'm so glad that, that Jesus clarified that because, you know, selfishly, you know, as a mm-hmm. wife, I like, I don't want my husband to think about other women in that way. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that that's there. And I know a lot of other wives are too. Yeah. And then the last verse that I have was Galatians chapter five, uh, verse 16 through 18. I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. So there it's talking about, it goes into after that, the the works of the flesh, and it lists off all those sins about, mm-hmm. you know, covetousness, envy, idolatry, adultery, every almost every sin that you can mm-hmm. think of. And it says these are the characteristics of the world, and these are the characteristics of the flesh. But then in Galatians uh, chapter 5, you know, in verse 20-ish, it talks about the fruit of the spirit and the you know the the spirit produces love and joy and peace and all those good things but the world produces hate and envy and all those things when I was reading that I was thinking you know if somebody has ever asked themselves like well how do I fight off lust you know that that section of verses there if you read on through to the end of the chapter you know it really tells you how you know by by focus it on you know to walk in the spirit and if you have the fruits of the Spirit, you know, and practice those, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all those, you know, um, you know, that, that you, if you fill your mind with those, then your mind will, you know, kind of push that other stuff out. There's not going to be room for those. Yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> um, 
I think you brought up a good point that the Bible does, it may not specifically say lust in some places. Sometimes I think it uses like sexual morality or adultery or a mm-hmm. carnal mind. Mm-hmm. And um, in 1 Peter 2 verse 11, uh, it mentions that fleshly lusts or some uh, versions say passions of the flesh war against your soul. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like really strong. Yeah. Very strong wording there. Um, and then, uh, see, Ephesians 5, verse 3, Among you there must not be even a hint of sexual morality or of any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. So, you know, there, I mean, he says sexual morality or, you know, any kind of impurity, because it does, you know, just take that, you know, pureness out of your out mm-hmm. of your mind. Mm-hmm. Proverbs six twenty five says, Do not desire her beauty in your heart. And do not let her capture you with her eyelashes. Mm -hmm. And then I think the New King James Version says, instead of desire her beauty, it says, do not lust after her beauty. So in your heart. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just talking about the physical beauty that we see. You know, that's not what we should fall for. Don't let it take you in and and take over your heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So kind of with that, you know, we normally think of, the sexual aspect of lust. And one thing that I thought of a lot with lust is pornography. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we don't always talk about in girls' classes because it tends to be more of a male issue. But recently when I was talking with a friend who's in college, he was telling me that he, a bunch of people in his college class were talking about it one day and there's just as many young girls in his class that watch pornography as men so that was a little shocking for me mm-hmm. and I guess it's because I've personally never struggled with it I have male friends who have but it's never been something that's tempting to me. But, I mean, I can see that. And I think that's part of our culture transitioning into a more female-driven agenda to where equality for women is taking a different route as opposed to equal rights and equal opportunity. It's that women and men are supposed to be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And that's right. not how God created <laughs> us. You know, we're, we're meant to be different people you know men have their strengths and women have their strengths and I think that's why men and women go together so well because men's weaknesses are usually women's strengths and Mm -hmm. women's weaknesses are men's strengths typically you know everybody's different but I say all that to say (laughs) I do think that there is a transition where we're gonna see more young ladies struggling with pornography and with that, you know, comes lust. And when you have those thoughts in your mind of, you know, this is expectations even. These are mm-hmm. the expectations that are set out by these production companies of what passion looks like. That's not reality. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. fantasy. And I think that it can be dangerous to your self-esteem and to your psyche, too, to think like, well, this is what my partner will expect of me because mm-hmm. that's what society seems to expect. Right. And so also to bring up, you know, as someone who's not married yet, you know, you're thinking you see this stuff on TV or in movies and it's almost scary to go in to be like, is this what a guy's going to think? And if I can't do the stuff mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. is probably watching as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it does put a lot of weight on your shoulders to think that, well, what if it's not like this? Is he not going to like me? Is he mm-hmm. going to think I shouldn't have married this person? 
Mm-hmm. Especially if if you do wait till marriage, mm-hmm. like God intends you to, and then they have all this history of either, you know, fornication or whatever, you know, having a his- a sexual history, whether it be actually physical or just with lust, you know, that that's it's hard to have expectations for other people because they're rarely ever met because we base it off of fantasy. That's yeah, true. Um, and I know, like, for girls, if you don't struggle with pornography, like, I don't think any of us do have at all, um, you know, it may not come in that form of your your mm-hmm. lust may not be you're having just these, you know, watching pornography and having these kind of thoughts. Um, sometimes I think it comes up in the form of emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're watching TV or you read books or movies and you just see these people, you know, it's always a good-looking guy and a good-looking girl, and they just seem to have this perfect relationship and everything just works out. And I think that some of that can be, you know, harmful too because mm-hmm. you, that's a different kind of expectations. I mean, you're still expecting so much from someone you're going to date. And, you know, you think, well, if I dated this guy, he would just be perfect and we would just, you know, everything. He'd just listen to me and just love me mm-hmm. and everything would be great. And... You know, it sounds innocent, you know, when you you think like that. But, you know, as you do grow up, you start watching more mature movies, which it's a totally different topic that we're not going to get mm-hmm. into. But, yeah. you know, people, your the movies you draw to and that are geared towards you are more mature and will have more mature content. Mm-hmm. And so that starts thinking past the just nice, perfect relationship with the nice guy into the more sexual, which is, you know, dangerous. And with and with those more mature movies, I just thought of this. You know, we grew up on cable, so <laughs> yeah. there wasn't everything. Everything wasn't allowed on cable, mm-hmm. but you know, now we have all of these streaming platforms mm-hmm. that you know, like Netflix and Hulu and things like that, that just allow whatever, and they give you the warnings of you know it may contain mature mm-hmm. content but the things that were screened out and that we were a little bit protected from on the tv versions y'all don't have that opportunity on netflix and hulu uh, and things so you mm-hmm. have to kind of self you know, screen yourself mm-hmm. and there are tools out there for that yeah and i think on those movies it seems so clear like whenever there's a whenever you there is lust in there versus when two people fall in love like i don't think we always understand the difference of those yeah for sure i mean that's that's really where i focused when i was i was studying this lesson because it's something that i dealt with in the past is figuring out the you know what's the difference between the two you know is it love or is it lust and so, you know, when I was thinking about love, you know, love is that emotional connection. Like, yes, there's physical there, but it's more on, on a deeper level, the emotional um, level. And then lust, of course, is just physical. Um, and then love will last forever. And lust is just that temporary, you know, like I said at the beginning, just that temporary fix. Um, you know, I'm sure we've all, you all heard the saying, love is blind, but love is not blind. You know, like where did love come from? You know, <laughs> love came from God. Love, God is love. So love is not going to blind you. Um, and of course there's a list, you know, that tells like what all love is, you know, and does. Um, and so it's lust that blinds you, you know, it's that lust that, 
that um you know puts up those those blinders and I think we'll talk about that a little bit more next week um you know but you know um when I was thinking about this I thought of a time where I was torn between two different relationships you know though as looking now I can see it clearly that it was love versus lust but in the moment you know like you're talking about in those movies um or you know it happens all the time to people they just don't know the difference they can't they can't figure out which path is, you know, if that relationship really is love um, or if it's just that, that, that lust. And, you know, I'll, I'll show, I'll tell a little bit of comparison between the two relationships, but, um, you know, the first one was that, you know, he actually knew me, um, you know, he was attracted to me, but he knew me, but, and not just because we'd been together for a little bit, but um, because he had listened and he had paid attention you know, not just because I was like reminded him all the time that I didn't like ketchup or whatever it was, you know, he would just, and that's a silly one. There's, it was a deeper, you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, just like little things like that. And then bigger things too. Like he cared enough to pay attention to my, you know, my little quirks or whatever. Um, you know, and, and this on the other side, you know, he was just attracted to my body. You know, he thought I looked good. Um, you know, I thought I was interesting maybe, um, but it didn't really get to know me, um, for who I was. It was just that, you know, that lust that was there. And, um, you know, of course the, the other, the good guy, <laughs> luckily I chose him and we're married today, but, um, you know, he, he was even amazed like with my, you know, my passions and, um, you know, not just like the out outward, and I think that's really the difference is when if you're in a relationship now or for your future relationships, you know, just paying attention to like what are and kind of like what we talked about last week, like what are the conversations is all they're telling you is that you look good, um, you know, because if that's all they can ever tell you, then I think it's probably just the lust. Um, but if they're wanting to get to know you and they're paying attention to when you tell them something about you, you know, that that's a big um, key there. I mean, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm in love, you know, <laughs> he wants to get to know me, but, um, I think you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So we talked a little bit about it before, like what, how do we overcome mm-hmm. lust? You know, we, we talked about the fruit of the spirit and how, if we fill our life with those things, with the love and the joy and the peace and those things, we can overcome lust, but do y'all have any other, any other ways that y'all can think of that we can work on to overcome um I mean I think if you have to set your boundaries up you know if it's you have to figure out what makes you have those thoughts is it certain movies or books if you're a reader or tv shows or social media whatever it is that you that triggers that in you I think you need to identify it first to know when you are you know mm-hmm. saying the same thing you need to fi- figure that out first um, it's not gonna be easy, especially if it's a movie or an actor you really like, but you think about him in not appropriate ways, and mm-hmm. you know you need to cut yourself off from that. Um, but the last of the verse you read from Matthew, it says, you know, you, like cut your hand off if it offends you, you know, take mm-hmm. your eye out. You know, he's, and Jesus is not saying literally to do that, but you know, you have to figure out what it is, and you have to get it away from you if mm-hmm. it is your hand or your eye, you know, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. And um, it just made me think of like your house, like. Our, our bodies are the temple of God. That's how it's mm-hmm. described in the Bible. And, this, you know, the spirit of God dwells in us. So think about your physical house, though. 
do you just leave all your doors and windows just open just like all the animals can just come in and people can just come in you might wake up and there's somebody sitting on your couch and He's like, hey, I live here now. Did you left your door open. I just came in. And you're like. kind of how you work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, anything can happen. Somebody could just take over your house. Somebody can harm you or your family or steal from you. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't even know it because you're either gone to school or work or you're asleep. And all kinds of things can happen if we don't protect our homes. Mm. Um, so, you know, we have to protect our temples, our, our bodies the same way our minds and our souls and our, you know, everything about it. We're supposed to take care of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that includes setting boundaries. Like for your home, you have the boundaries of doors and windows that we shut and we lock. So for your body, you have to protect your mind. You have to set the boundaries of, I'm not going to watch this or listen to this or look at this. And it's not going to be easy, especially if it's something you like and, you know, you look forward to watching this show or movie or something. Um, But kind of like last week we talked about, would you want to lose the kingdom of God over yoga pants? Would you want to lose the kingdom of God over something as silly as a movie mm-hmm. or an actor or a guy, something like that? Mm-hmm. And you may be thinking, too, well, I'm single. I'm not married. Like, it's fine. I can watch this stuff because, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not married, so I can commit adultery. You know, I can't mm-hmm. do that. Um, but it's so important to get control of the. If this is a you know problem of yours, it's so important to get control of it now. You know, as a single person, that way when you do get married, it's not a problem at all. You know, it's not something you have to to worry about because you've already you know overcome that. Um, so I think that's really important to point out. And yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, you think you can't commit adultery because you're not married yet, um, and maybe not in the sense of you know you know you're a wife and you're looking at another man but sex outside of marriage is still fornication right and it's still wrong even Mm -hmm. you know we're told not to have sex outside of you know your marriage so if Mm -hmm. you're single then you're just you know being sexually immoral well i think that lust can kind of be summed up by a lack of Mm self-control or being very impulsive christianity is all about setting aside your fleshly and your earthly desires Mm -hmm. and surrendering to God's will. So if you think about if all lust was 100% okay, like if God was like, you can lust all you want, Mm -hmm. then, I mean, marriages would crumble. If you you think about your relationships with your boyfriends or your husbands or whatever, then... If they could lust after whoever they wanted, like, how much trust would be in that relationship? Yeah. Zero. Mm -hmm. Uh, And vice versa, you know, how much would would your partner trust you if you were lusting after every guy that walked by? I mean, Mm -hmm. that's not... We're very jealous people. You know, we feel betrayed very easily. Mm -hmm. And that's how God made us. I mean, he's a jealous God, and we talked about that a little bit, but... You know, if if you could lust after anything, anybody, then there wouldn't be marriage. Mm-hmm. If lust was okay, then overdoses would skyrocket because people are tempted by by that vice. You know, they mm-hmm. the cocaine, marijuana, everything can just lead to so many problems, mm-hmm. and there would be no need for for treatment facilities because if you could just lust then it's just it would just be a cycle and if lust was okay then do- domestic violence would be so common if lust was okay 
STDs and unplanned pregnancies would be normal. If lust was okay, then theft and murder would be justified. And if lust was okay, if lust was 100% okay, then the world would be 100% selfish. Mm -hmm. So overcome selfishness by overcoming lust. And always remember to be kind, be humble, and choose love. Bye. Bye.